Welcome to LOA Today. I'm Walt Thiessen here with Life Coach Daniel Mangana and Alex King. And this is your Daily Dose of Happy. We are so happy that you've decided to join us again once again today. And uh, once again also, I am spending this week and uh, part of next week asking listeners to participate in something that my co-hosts and I are doing. We are preparing, of course, here in the United States for the Thanksgiving holiday, which is a week from today. And obviously we don't do any recording on that day, so I thought... Well, we want to have a show. Why don't we put together sort of a rampage of appreciation, a rampage of gratitude, since, well, that's what Thanksgiving is all about. And so my co-hosts have dived right in. Alex and Daniel just gave me uh, recordings for uh, what they were giving me that they were uh, grateful for. And uh, Cindy gave me hers yesterday. We've had a couple of our listeners already contribute. And we want to invite you to contribute as well. And we want as many listeners as possible to be a part of this. So if you are interested in doing this, uh, I'll make sure there's a, a link or a URL in the description for this particular podcast episode and for the other episodes that we're doing in the next few days. Um, but the link that you go to is really simple. It's just LOAToday.net forward slash gratitude. That's about as simple as you're going to get. And when you go there, you'll be able to record your own video and basically tell us what you're grateful for. And then we're going to stitch them all together and make this great big rampage of great gratitude and appreciation for Thanksgiving. So join us. Be a part of it. It's a good thing. It's fun. Wouldn't it be I like great to have that today. Delay? Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be good. So we got the team back today. Whoop, whoop. I mean, it's been a while. It has yeah. been. It has been a while, but it's good to have everybody back all here at the same time on Thursday. And uh, Daniel, I actually had an email from one of our listeners. Actually, it's a listener who contributed uh, to the Gratitude Reel, believe it or not. Um, her name is Deborah, and she was responding to the interview that you sat in with me on with Debbie Garcia, Debbie G. And I just wanted to share with you what she had to say and uh, maybe get some comments from you. And Alex, I, I don't know if you actually uh, had a chance to tune in to that particular interview. Um, I didn't. But but you can you can jump in with comments anyway, which is what you okay. normally do. So it's well, okay. me with a good time. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so this is a, a little bit lengthy, but it's, it's really good. So let me just read to you what uh, Deborah had to say. She says, what a great interview. You could almost physically see the sparks of light-filled energy that Debbie emanates. She's a veritable firework of love and appreciation. I am massively appreciative of soaking in all these wonderful vibes LOA Today emits. It's like luxuriating in a bath filled with your favorite bath oil. And then she's got a little smiley face. She said, loved this quote, you can't see something you're not, you have no point of reference. And another quote, we are all mirrors to each other. What we're getting is what we're giving. So I agree that the I am that meditation by Wayne Dyer is really powerful. Also love Debbie's idea of setting an alarm every hour to see what you're thinking. It's so easy to let your thoughts run away with you, quite literally, without being aware of it. And the conversation brought up for me, she says, a recent conversation with my partner as we were discussing how Abraham said, if we knew how much we wanted to come into these physical bodies, we would savor this incarnated experience more, or words to that effect. Andy, her partner, said that we probably only truly appreciate our lives in the last two minutes of them when we're taking our dying breaths. Yeah. She writes, we both know there is no death, only croaking, but <laughs> she goes on to say, <laughs> that thought has stayed with me over the last couple of weeks. It could either be pretty depressing or uplifting and act as a reminder to appreciate every moment. I choose the latter. 
So when I find my cork starting to sink down from the surface, I will consciously tell myself, if I were gasping for my last breath right now, what wouldn't I give to be breathing in this sweet air and reveling in life's adventure? And as Abraham would say, it helps me to milk the moment and let my cork rise back up to the surface. Hope the continual comments aren't too much. I figure as you guys put so much into them, it's good to know how appreciated they are. And they are enormously. So how about that, Daniel? I like that there's an honoring of the fact that there is a bit of a morbid stance on it. It's like a, a morbid angle. Way to go for acceptance. But I love that in the face of that, they've chosen the beautiful aspect. Yeah. yeah. That was quite poetic, too. Mm. I was Thank just going to say, is she a writer? Goodness. Yeah. No kidding. Maybe we should engage her for the show or something. I mean, wow. <laughs> well, then would we be scripted and we, would, we wouldn't be us. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Is it possible to write unscripted? Oh, wait a minute. That's reality TV. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we are reality TV. <laughs> reality creation TV. Ooh. Ooh. Love it. Love it. <laughs> you got to have the video in order to see what Dan's doing there, too. <laughs> uh, and there's the segue. There's the segue. <laughs> that was a good one. Yeah. It was a very good one. Normally we're it. we're dropping them and you're failing to catch them. But in this instance, you dropped a bloody good one. I yeah, didn't see that yeah. one coming. So he's got to be the dropper. Yeah. When he drops it. Yeah. Although we've just done what Walt does, where we, we make reference to the segue. And therefore yeah, we did. <laughs> I accept responsibility. I started a thing. This. Yeah. <laughs> trendsetter. They come the trendsetter. I love it. Well, Hashtag trendsetter. <laughs> where did, where, where is Walt? What have you done with Walt? <laughs> you bring in all the, all the disruptive, all the, we're supposed to be the anarchists here. Yeah. <laughs> but I want to play too. Oh. <laughs> I want a noopa loopa now, daddy. <laughs> 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 wow I, it's really weird but I feel like bringing it back to what we were talking about there's been like this weird role reversal have I teleported into an alternative universe alternate universe it's a possibility actually, actually I was I was talking about this with somebody on Facebook because I had responded to somebody's comment and I put the words astral travel in quotes and the person who responded to me took offense at that saying, well, that, that treats it like it is real. And I said, well, oh, wow. I'm kind of, I'm, I'm kind of on the fence about it. I mean, I have a lot of good friends who have told me about some really cool astral traveling they've done. And I believe them. I believe that they, they believe it too. On the other hand, I'm a little confused about it. And the reason for, for my confusion is I get different stories about what it is. Mm. I've had people tell me that you're actually leaving your body and you're going and having an experience someplace else. That's I've had body experience. That's not an astral projection. Well, I've, I'm just telling you what I've been told. Mm -hmm. um, I've also been told that uh, you can have that kind of travel and also have this gray thread or a white thread that goes back to your body. And as long as that thread remains intact, then you can return to your body. If you cut the thread, then you die. And then there are other people who say, well, there's no thread at all. And then there are other people who say, well, you never actually leave your body. So I'm not really clear what it is, to be perfectly honest. <laughs> And that's why I'm kind of on the fence about it, but that's just me. That's an acceptable fencing existence, yeah. if you ask me. There's sufficient confragulation there present to to make fencing 
quite reasonable, I think. Confudulation, I like that word. Word of the day. Yeah, no kidding. (laughs) Don't look for it in the dictionary, because it's mine. (laughs) (laughs) You think you can hashtag that one, Alex? I'm not sure if I can. Confudulation? I I doubt there are going to be any searches for confudulation on the internet. (laughs) Hey, a week ago, you you doubted that anyone would be able to handle the kind of ways that I handle segueing. And then what you do, you jump in and start doing it. You never know where the trends are going to go. I'm just saying. (laughs) This is true. Called your bluff, Dan. (laughs) In a world of infinite possibilities, any confudulation... Any configuration of relation to confudulation is possible. <laughs> so I can't I, I, wantonness of it all. <laughs> so this is where I have to, I guess, put my serious hat back on and try to find a way back to the original topic, which I'm not really sure what it is at this point, other than to say it's gratitude, because we are leading up to the Thanksgiving holiday. We started off with gratitude. a little thing about gratitude. Mm-hmm. There it is. Yeah. And so I just want to take a moment to talk about what I'm grateful for about you guys in particular. The reason I say you guys in particular, Thursdays are, I I look forward to all of the days that I do the podcast. I I look forward to talking with all of my co-hosts. I love them all. They all give me great perspectives, different perspectives. Um, In fact, lately I've been getting a number of emails from people appreciating those different perspectives. And I like it too. I like it a whole lot. I've learned a lot from that. But particularly with the Thursday crew, and this is, I, I need to wait until you guys are back here. It's good timing that it's just before Thanksgiving to tell you this, but I do more laughing on Thursdays than I do any of the other days. <laughs> <laughs> I just do. I mean, that is the God's honest truth. Aww. And I've been missing it. So I'm really glad you guys are back in one place on Thursday. Aw, thank really you. <laughs> 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 Dan hasn't said anything, so you can't see his video, but he did this really nice thing there. Yeah, yeah. which is another <laughs> opportunity. Wink. <laughs> Are we still doing the YouTube um, thing? Oh, yeah. We're live, stream- we're live streaming to YouTube right okay. now, actually. And so uh, if you wanted to see us on YouTube and see Daniel's little heart-shaped thing, you could go to YouTube, search LOA Today podcast videos, and once you see our smiling faces, click down below to the red subscribe button. Next to the red subscribe button, there's a little silver bell. Make sure you click that silver bell so you always be notified when we are live. See, that's the delayed segue effect right there. That's what that is. Yeah. <laughs> it works a big way, too, I might say. <laughs> Got myself a little... Little, little double uh, audio action there, so I had to get rid of Technical that. Difficulties. Oh, okay. Technical an, difficulties. An abundance of audio input. An abundance, yes. Mm. There, there was plenty of it. <laughs> but let's get back to gratitude for a moment, because I do think it, it's an important topic, apart from the the, uh, the humor side, which is wonderful. Um, but gratitude is kind of where it all starts, I think. And I, I want to get your opinions on this. But um, for me, any time that I want to do whatever it takes in order to get myself into that high vibe place. Gratitude is like, it's like one of the top two or three things that I'll go to in order to get there. Um, because, well, first of all, it's easy. I mean, anybody at any given moment in time can kind of zero in on what they appreciate in life, what they're grateful for. Um, 
And I have to say, I've gotten to the point now where I treat them fairly equivalent. There was a time where I considered appreciation to be a little bit better than gratitude, but I've gotten to a point in life where they're, they're both so high vibe, it doesn't matter. I don't really care. I'll just go for, you know, either one of them. Because again, the, the goal uh, when I'm when I'm using it is to get myself back into a high vibe place, which means I'm in a, a lower vibe or middle vibe or something like that. And and I I think that it's well. First of all, I'm glad that here in the U.S. we have Thanksgiving Day. Other countries also have their own Thanksgivings, which is wonderful. Yeah, um, that threw me off about the Canadians. That was like that was a bit weird. I didn't know that they had that. Oh yeah, the, yeah. A number of countries have have their own Thanksgivings, and it, it's a terrific thing. I, I'm glad that it's being done. I wish that uh, it would happen more often around the world. But uh, the oh, fact me is, too, just that, for the food alone. Just for the food. <laughs> I have to admit the food is good. Yeah. But just the fact that, that it has such a, a, a tremendously powerful starting point for, you know, whatever space you're in, whatever vibrational level you're on, whether you're feeling good, not so good in between, it, it's like a, a platform for jumping up to the next level. And so I just kind of wanted to, to speak to how good I think that is and how important that I think that is. And I, I was just wondering if you guys – Feel the same? Do you do you think that that gratitude is as important as I'm laying it out, or am I making a big deal out of nothing? <laughs> Never. <laughs> I think gratitude is very important, and I think a lot of people uh, miss out on that fact. When a lot of people um, are on the Facebook group asking, you know, how do I manifest or how do I uh, get into a higher vibe? The first thing I say is be grateful and and have gratitude and think about things and. You know, be grateful for the things that, that you have in your life that are going well. And be grateful for the things that are going bad, too, because they're teaching you that you're not in a high vibe place and you need to get there. Ooh. Yeah. That's an advanced <laughs> concept right there. Mm -hmm. No doubt about that. Yeah, because that, that's, that's the harder one. How, how can you be grateful for something that you don't like? Well, you're creating it, so figure it out. <laughs> I actually believe counterintuitively you can be grateful for creating something that you don't like because it's an opportunity to witness that you can actually create and then you can mm. redirect that power to creating what you do want. Ooh, good point. I like that. Really good point. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's a Danism right there. <laughs> so is gratitude, at the, is gratitude near the top of your list of things to do when you need to climb up that vibe scale? I believe that creation actually happens at the point of gratitude. It happens at the point of gratitude? Yes. Mm. Why is that? Because when we are grateful for something that hasn't happened yet, we are actually claiming a level of certainty in it happening that's met with gratitude before we've even physically witnessed it. Mm. Boom. And that's why in Beyond Intention, gratitude happens before something actually shows up. Because that's the point that we actually create it. Because the level of expectation, which is what gives command to energy to take shape, is that it's happening so much so that I can be grateful for it now. Hmm. I like that theory. Uh, interesting side point. If you don't know law of attraction theory or all the stuff that we talk about here on the show, is it just as effective to be grateful? Gratitude is a doorway into the real creative point, which is expectation. All things that are experienced are experienced because they're expected at some level of consciousness. Otherwise, we're operating 
in a universal game of Schrodinger's cat, it's Schrodinger's life, Schrodinger's next moment, because it is and is not until it's witnessed. But the witnessing, as they, at a rudimentary level, they 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 demonstrated with the split test experiment, expectation is what gives command to energy. So whilst it's still in the box of possibility, it's it could be anything. But the second that our expectation reaches a level of certainty, then in that moment, we click into the symbiotic relationship of what we're expecting and what we're experiencing. And gratitude is one of the most accessible ways to consciously direct that power. And there's a key concept that you included in what you just said there, and that's the concept of certainty. Uh, And when we're talking about something that hasn't happened yet, that's that shows where how critical that really is and why it is that it tends to be kind of like a breaking point where people kind of slip to you. So have a better word. I don't know what the better word is, but they slip a little bit. The, the certainty isn't quite there. And then it they is. don't it's get the certainty of what we don't want. <laughs> oh, no. we're, all, we're always in a place of certainty about something because mm-hmm. nothing is physically experienced that we're not certain of, because that's what commands energy to take shape and therefore becomes the experience. So when I am certain that it's all going to go wrong, it's when it goes wrong. When I'm saying it's going to go right, it's when it goes right and everything in between. But creation, when you think about it, we don't create anything because everything's already here and now. Creation is simply selecting from the supermarket of reality what's going to be next in our shopping basket of experience. So if we don't have certainty and we want certainty mm-hmm. or a particular kind of certainty, probably in line with, you know, what it is that we're actually hoping is going to happen. Mm-hmm. How do we get there? Micro shifting. He was That's waiting that for that. Again. <laughs> I tee it up and he hits it. <laughs> it was like, it was like watching double Dutch for a second. He was like, I'm, wait, I'm waiting, I'm waiting. And it's my turn. Okay. Shift. Yeah. <laughs> People are seeing it in the money game, which yeah. they can get on the app. Cool. The app? Wait a minute. What app are we talking about? We're talking about the LOA Today app. And we do want you to use that app, by the way. Not just to listen to the shows, not just to get the money game, although that's a really good reason to get it all by itself, but also because it has a nice little form on it for filling out to send in questions and comments like the one that Deborah sent in. <laughs> no, no, what... <laughs> no he didn't that. no he didn't yeah he did he did uh-huh but no but honestly that's that's what you're doing you're developing certainty that something can happen that money can come to you on command in microshifts building a relationship of trust with the universe god source energy whatever you want to call that thing what we think is happening sort of so let's let's tie the concept of gratitude and trust together because obviously that's a pretty key piece to the whole idea of having certainty how do we use gratitude to get to trust gratitude is an act of trust when done so in advance talk about that that's not always a clear concept if I'm grateful for something that hasn't happened yet, I trust that it's going to happen. I'm actually embodying the choice of trust. Mm. 
And that's a concept that is kind of at the base, of, at the foundation of most religious systems, most belief systems. But it's not so, it's, it's one that we don't take out and dust very often. It just kind of sits there in the background. We kind of ignore it. It's really the crux of the whole thing. It's, it's the foundation that belief is built on. Mm. And, and, and the whole idea of that, that trust coming to fruition, to truth, to existence, however you want to phrase it, is why we believe in the first place. So this is important stuff. And recognizing the role that gratitude plays in approaching and then achieving that level of trust is a big deal. So once mm -hmm. again, I say, thank goodness for Thanksgiving. Thank goodness for gratitude. Thank goodness for rampages of gratitude. It's mm -hmm. important stuff. So, okay. Well, we spent a little time on gratitude. Um, let's see. Next thing to focus on. I would normally at this point ask, are you guys traveling for Thanksgiving? Are you going to be spending time <laughs> with you know, distant family and so forth? That's almost off the table this, this year because of COVID. So yeah. let me try rephrasing it a little bit. What do you plan? Do you, do you have plans for Thanksgiving, Alex? And, and Daniel, you, you, you're in Mexico, so it's not really, that's, not generally where Thanksgiving is, it's practiced in the U.S. is practiced, but do you have plans? And, that, and I'm also not American, so have right. coincidence <laughs> with the idea of Thanksgiving. It, it's, like, it's like two things there, yeah, kind of missing a little bit. It, and but, uh, also a little conflicted on some of the stories I've heard about where the practice of Thanksgiving came from. So, uh, it yeah, we won't go there. It's an abundance of food. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So the food it thing. doesn't matter where it came from, doesn't matter where it's going. Just put the food on my plate. That's all that matters. So the food is good. But <laughs> I mean, if I was in, in the UK, where mm -hmm. I've got my Mungungus family, then I suppose it'd be more. But it's kind of just me, Olga, and Ariana. And Ariana's at her dad's now. So it's me, Olga, and small human in her belly. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. I'm going to defer to whether the lady human desires to do something or not. Sounds like a plan to me. Last year, some friends were down from the States and we went to a restaurant and did a, a Thanksgiving thing there, which was lovely. Oh, you had a Friendsgiving? Friendsgiving, yes. Yes. Which was delightful. My sister Very celebrates good. Friendsgiving every year because she's a single parent. So she just invites all her friends over, everybody makes a dish and Friendsgiving. Oh, friends giving me an excuse to eat their food. <laughs> <laughs> oh that was fantastic <laughs> well done well done and i'm not talking about the turkey either <laughs> <laughs> that does actually do you know what i'm gonna see if there are any restaurants doing um thanksgiving dinner maybe we'll go and do that if she's not in the hospital although i believe she will probably i think by this time next week we should have a small human ah, oh snap She's you coming up on a due date then. He was trying to come out two months early. The only reason why he's still in is because medical intervention. <laughs> <laughs> we would have had a, a disastrously premature baby. Wow. So, yeah, it was really hitting. It was touch and go a little bit for the pregnancy mm. for a good while. So another reason to feel grateful. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hence, well, that was one of his grateful things. Yeah, one of the grateful things that he stayed in the oven. Mm-hmm. Cook a little more, little guy. Cook a little more. Yeah, tell him to cook a little more. He can come out on Thanksgiving. That'd be great. Yeah, then I don't have to think of what to do on Thanksgiving. 
You don't ever uh-huh. have to. Well, this will be the last year you have. To, you don't have to think because then it'll be his birthday every year. But it changes. The date changes because it's the third Thursday, so it'll oh, be around that yeah, time. You're right. You're right. All right. All right. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll always have the story about. Yeah. My thankfulness is for my small human who was born on a day of thankfulness. Mm. That's true. Well, my niece gave birth to uh, her daughter, her, her first child, on September 29th or 30th. I don't remember which it was. And uh, it was an interesting story in that uh, the girl's name is Riley. And Riley has pretty much demonstrated since the moment of conception that she is very much her own girl, her own being. Um, mm-hmm. They had been leading up to her birth. They had set a, a due date, and the due date came and went, and Riley said, nope, nope, not coming out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm staying. Nah. I know I know a good place when I see one. I'm in a good place. We're just staying right here. No, she and was like, so, all over there. Y'all got COVID. I'm not coming out. Wow. So they, they went to the hospital because uh, the doctor said, well, we're going to have to induce birth. And as soon as they did that, all of a sudden Riley said, okay, okay, I'm coming. <laughs> so as soon as drugs were involved, so she made a, a very firm drug-free stance from the beginning. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. So Michaela did not have to uh, get induced at all. She had the natural birth and it all worked out very nicely, but Riley demonstrated right from the get-go. She is her own person, which, by the way, fits, because Michaela is her own person, too. So, Well, that's going to be fun growing up. <laughs> but I tell it's you what... It's never going to be a dull moment. I, I'll tell you what. I, we've done... Uh, we've only had one opportunity to do a, a Zoom session with Mickey, because she lives in um, Virginia. We're in Connecticut, so obviously... <laughs> yeah. We haven't been able to actually see the baby in person. But um, I have never seen Michaela glow like she is glowing. She is Aww. like the happiest camper in the world. She's just, oh, just absolutely adores motherhood. So there will undoubtedly be stuff that happens along the way because her daughter obviously is just as strong-willed as she is, but <laughs> she's loving it. She's loving every second of it. Oh, that's good. Yeah. So another form of gratitude, another form of Thanksgiving and appreciation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So hopefully uh, it's going to be a, a similar experience for you and Olga, when uh, you, have you named this uh, yet to be born human? So here's the thing. Oh boy! There, there was much discussion and agreement on one name. Ah. Then Olga decided she doesn't want that name anymore. So <laughs> we went for another name. Ah. We had some discussions about the extension of that name. She liked the abbreviated version. I was quite st- firm on the long one. She's like, I don't want a long one. I want a short one. I was like, well, I think a name should have some meaning. That's just how I feel. But so it'd be like Mike one. versus Michael? Yeah. Okay. Whereas I'm like, you can call him Mike. I'm still going to yeah. call him Michael in my heart. Yeah, yeah. And name him Michael so you can have the energy because I'm a firm believer in the vibration of a name. Yeah. Then she's like, okay, I agree. And then was like, I think I like the first name again. <laughs> Yep. And then she's That's like, let's just wait and see what he looks like. Yeah. He may not even have any of these names. Mm-hmm. But That's most true. people believe that he's going to have one particular name because that's the one she's already told people and then changed her mind. <laughs> so that's he's going to come out potentially 
with like six months of reference being made to him having one name and then just a different one. Yeah, never mind. Scratch that. <laughs> so we were agreed for many months that he would be called Leo, short for Leonidas. However, Ooh, cute. However, she has gone back to Max. But her brother's called Max. Maxim. I like Maximus. Mm, and I like Max. a very strong name. Mm-hmm. But Max was short. Mm-hmm. Um, my big sister actually started this tradition of just like giving like a one syllable name for small humans as a first name mm-hmm. so that they can work with it. And it's easy for them to write their name and all that kind of good stuff. Yep. Um, so like Leo, Max. Keep it simple. And then like you can have a full name, you know, big name yep. and a small name. Mm-hmm. So yeah, my, my uh, siblings, since my older brother, Charles had his first kid when he was 20, and we've had a tradition that everyone's pretty much followed where parents pick one name, mum's family picks one name, dad's family picks another name. So everybody gets involved in the naming. Mm-hmm. So he's got a Zulu name, which my family all agreed on, which means joy. Mm-hmm. So he's got that name as a middle name. And then um, I was like, he doesn't need any more names. I don't, I'm not really <laughs> interested in asking my family to pick a name. I was like, all right, cool. So he's probably going to end up like, with a Russian name based on the saint of when he's born, basically, because okay. Russian Orthodox. So he'll probably end up with Leo or Max or Jonathan, who, who the hell knows what's going to happen. And then um, a Russian name probably associated with the day that he's born on. Mm-hmm. And then Vuyo, which is Zulu for joy. All those? That's a lot. Yeah, but you don't use all of your names. I do no, you don't. I, you know. I don't. I don't really get why people get. Yeah, what about all of the names? You have one name. The other ones are the the names that are in the back pockets. Yeah, like they're only there for graduation. I have another name. <laughs> another one. I am he who has names. Like some people call me by my middle name. Some people don't. But it's because I used it when I was in college because I wanted to be like different. Ah, uh, like yeah. a whole new identity. So like. Mm-hmm. I went here's through that in eighth grade. Here's, here's my name. Call <laughs> me Lee. So it's like, it just got confusing. Then when you get older and you decide, maybe I should just use my actual first name. You yeah. have people in the room and then it gets, who? Uh, blah, blah. But who? Blah, blah, blah. And they just, they're just confusing. It's a kerfuffle. See, I'm sitting here and, and I'm, I'm sympathetic to the unborn human. And the reason I say that is when I was born, now I was named after my father, so mm-hmm. I'm Walter Jr. But there was a dis- disagreement between my parents as to what to name me. My mom said to name me after my father. My dad wanted to name me Todd. Where that came from, I have the faintest idea. I do not see you as a Todd. I don't Todd is such a bro name. Yeah, it is. <laughs> bro. With your hat backwards. Like that's a Todd. Like, <laughs> like let's just get some stogies and some corn dogs. Yeah. <laughs> Love your American accent. Can't take it. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Can't take it. Back to you, Todd. <laughs> so the challenge for me was I didn't really have a whole lot of choice in the name one way or the other. Not really. And as I was growing up, I got both names. So I was called Todd 
growing up until about age nine or age eight, eight or nine, when I had a birthday party where both uh, half the friends came from school and the other half came from the neighborhood. And at school, my birth certificate said Walter or Walt. So I was Walt at school. So half mm -hmm. the kids who came to the party knew me as Walt. The other half of the kids knew me as Todd. And they'd refer to me and the other half of the group would say, who are you talking about? <laughs> it was such a disconnected experience that finally I put my foot down and said, okay, it's going to be one name from now on, guys. I can't handle this anymore. So your dad was just like, I don't care what you put down, Sue. He's Todd. Is that what happened? <laughs> He's Todd. <laughs> Is it, like the kids, the kids, we're here to play walk. His name's Todd or he's not coming out. Okay, Todd. Like, is that what happened? Like, not really, no. My, so my, is it my on your birth certificate? That kind of person. So where did it Todd is, come from then? The decision was made that it was walk. Where did Todd come from? I, as I told you, I have no idea where it Was there a from. flyer that went out into the neighborhood? <laughs> a pigeon blast? This is Todd. His name is Todd. <laughs> du, du, du. <laughs> Heineken's accepted. Like, where did it come <laughs> from? Like, I, don't, I don't understand. I don't understand. <laughs> I, I have no new information since the last time you asked that question. I really don't know. <laughs> That's fascinating. Um, no, you want to hear a fascinating name story. I have one for you. Okay, go for it. So my brother, uh, his name is DQ. He's, he's kind of a junior, but not really, because his middle name is different. Let me explain why. When my mother was having my brother, uh, you know, it was, it was a long birth. So when it was over, she went to sleep. His name was supposed to be Adam, because it was supposed to be Alexandria, Ariel, and Adam. So my mother was decided on Adam. My father said, oh, go ahead, take a nap. Oh, what? You need a name on the birth certificate? Yeah, put DQ down. And that's my father's name. So <laughs> while my mother was asleep, he changed the name on the birth certificate. And he is now <laughs> D.U. Adam King. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yep. <laughs> well, I have sleep, a story babe. to match that one. <laughs> Go to sleep, babe. Nothing to, nothing to write nothing here. Nothing to worry about to Official government documents. <laughs> yep. I, I have a story day, to match that one. Hold, hold oh, on, wait, wait, wait. Till this day, it's very confusing in the family because everyone on my side calls him DQ. But because my father's already DQ, everyone on my stepmom's side calls him Adam. So I'm just oh, like, geez. who's talking about? <laughs> oh, because I feel my father so sorry for like, him. Yeah, my father was like, no, his name's Adam. He's, he's, not, he's not a junior. What are you talking about? I'm like, whoa. But, but the whole reason why Adam and DQ are mixed up is because of you. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, but that doesn't work for me. That was like um, red flag number 15 of why my father's no longer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I can match that story because okay. my sister-in-law, Yuona, who has actually been a previous co-host on the show, mm -hmm. was named in somewhat similar circumstances to that. Not quite the same, mm -hmm. but similar. Um, she was born on Trinidad, the island of Trinidad. Uh -huh. And when she was born, I think it was her grandfather was sent to the registry office to register the name. And I don't remember what the name was that he was supposed to give. It oh, wasn't Yuona. No. It was another name. And I, I can't, I'm, I'm sorry, Yuona, if you're listening, I, I can't remember what the other name was supposed to be. But whether he stopped off at a bar or what, we don't really know. <laughs> All we know is that when he went to the registry office, he couldn't remember what the name was. So when they asked him what the name was, he said, uh, it's Yuona. 
And they said, how do you spell that? And he said, uh, U-O-H-N-A. And that's how she got named. Wow. Now, so he fortunately, came back her, and it was like, you have no choice now. <laughs> for, fortunately, they they also had a middle name, June. Okay. So it became Yuona June. And June became her family name. So okay. she is known among all of her family as June. But once again, the birth certificate comes back to haunt you. So when she came to the U.S., of course, the first name on the birth certificate was Yona. So all of her U.S. friends know her as Yona. <laughs> wow. All of, her, all of her Trini friends know her as... June. Oh, June, yeah. My brother-in-law is half Trini. Oh, yeah. So we've got, we've got Trini family now. Delicious cuisine. Facts. Oh, yes. Facts. And very, very good. a very colorful-looking carnival, which a married man should not even look at on YouTube. <laughs> But do it just to say you did it. I'm half Jamaican and half Bayesian, so yes, I go to carnival every. Do you want to? Do you want to know something funny? What? The other half of my brother-in-law, and therefore quarter of my nephews and nieces, Bayesian. Nice. Ooh. Who also make very lovely cuisine and very lovely people. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Who sound somewhat Cornish. Yes. Cornish. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It's an interesting. It's an, it's, an, it's an interesting take on the Cornish accent. I wonder if Cornwall had something to do with it, or I don't know where it came from. Most likely because we were pillaged by the British. So, yeah, I, I didn't want to speak of the, the the country that I actually claim as my own because <laughs> my parents did a reverse colonization. Our country having been pillaged by the British, but um, hey, where you're born is where you're born. And life is beautiful. Yep. You don't really have much choice this in that. <laughs> yeah. Well, I do. That's why I just left and came to Mexico. <laughs> like, uh, there's too much. But you don't get to choose where you're born. Too much stuff here with all the energy. Just new timeline. I'm just going to just go to Mexico. <laughs> the weather's crap. Mean potatoes. Get out of here. Um, tacos. <laughs> Left the rain, went for tacos. Got it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> tacos, quesadillas, y do julio, setenta. Agreed. You can get all those here, though, so I'm good. Yeah, yeah they're not the authentic. Same. I won't say that. And your weather's not really the same. So. No, it is in the summer. Is it really? It is. Is it really? <laughs> Listen, I've seen your beach and I've seen my beach, all right? We can compare. Can we, really, can we compare? Can we compare Cabo? Really? Yes, I am. Because this, I'm staying here, so that's what I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying. The Cape is the Cabo of Massachusetts. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm saying. <laughs> okay. And I'm sticking to well, it. Well, I'm going to further muddy the waters by pointing out that our friend David Strickle lives in Palm, Bing, Palm Springs, California, which uh, has temperatures that go as low as 80 degrees Fahrenheit. That's cold weather. So I'm just saying, you know, it depends where you are in, in the United States. It, you know, what are you comparing to, Dan? Yeah. <laughs> You're comparing it to the entire country. It could be all over the place. Yeah, it can be. There's the desert, you know, which you can go and live in if you want. Um, I choose not to live in the desert, but there we go. Well, my brother lives in Florida. He moved because he was tired of our weather. And 80 degrees is pretty much the minimum there, too. Yeah, it's 77 for me today. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, is in it? winter. That's my winter weather. Oh, yep. is it? Mm-hmm. How nice. <laughs> it's like 33 degrees here, but whatever. Oh, dear. Yeah. So it's just a tad bit chilly today. But yeah, considering it's, that. it's the end of November, it's not I that. I don't, I, don't, I don't have time for that. <laughs> but it was I, like... It was like 60 degrees the other day, so. I can go I can go to cold weather intentionally for bursts of time to enjoy cold weather activities, such mm-hmm. as mulled wine, um, warm hot chocolate, <laughs> looking at snow, and then <laughs> take a plane journey. Yeah. Back away from the devil's weather, you know. Uh, yeah. But there we go. Well, we have those people, too, here. They're called snowbirds. That's true. Yeah. They yeah, come up here for well. all the good weather, and then they go down to Florida for the for the bad weather, and then they come back. Well, yeah. It does get too hot here in the summer, though. So I, I would think so. Last year, I did um, Europe and New York. Mm-hmm. The year before that, I was in Norway and New York. The year before that, I hadn't started my adventures away from the bastardized weather that they call British weather. Um, <laughs> this this year we were stuck, but um, next year, uh, great excuse to take the little human over to Europe. So we're going to do um, Europe and Russia next time. Oh wow! Okay. COVID permitting. Right. I don't want to have to literally spunk my entire annual budget on private planes to get around, but we may have to do like singular. Oh, COVID's going to be over because I'm calling it because I'm not wearing a mask at my wedding. That's not. Do you happening. know? Do you know what? It, do you know why it's going to be over? Why? Because we said so. No, because Pfizer has been approved with a vaccine that works. Oh well, all right. <laughs> I was going to say because many of us are believing it's going to be over, and so therefore it's going to be over. Well, maybe that's what I was leaning maybe that's, the manif- maybe that's the manifestation now that a vaccine's been found. Mm-hmm. And not just one, by the way. There, yeah. are, there, there are, are others, a number of places. Yeah, Russia had one straight away. The UAE had one before. Um, they were testing one in Africa early in the year that wasn't allowed to be used in other parts of the world, but we won't talk about that. Um, There's a really cool one in Australia. The one, the one in Australia is really cool because it could be a vaccine and a treatment in the same drug. Ooh. It's not even a drug. It's just, it's just a nasal spray. Ooh. I like that. So why is now that one Australia still one of the most probably human rights disruptively <laughs> quarantining places in the world if they've got that? I don't understand. Well, the, the, it's it's still in development. They, they're still in trials, and they they don't. Oh no! But the, the Pfizer the Pfizer one has got a ninety percent rate. Ninety five, yeah. Which is even lower than the survival rate of the disease. But we won't talk about that. Yeah. Um, but that's <laughs> <laughs> that's another question um so yeah now that an american company's got it they'll be pushing that yeah i think you can count on that and not just one there's a couple of them here in the u.s too but the the point is there are a number of them and and one way or another by grateful next spring by next spring it's going to be gone i'm pretty i'm pretty much convinced it's going to be gone there may be you know isolated pockets of it but i think Mm -hmm. we're just waiting for the presidential nonsense to finish I firmly, I think that it was timed, like they timed it for when they were expecting to have an announcement. And now it's like, wait till we do this so that someone can claim it. Because I think, didn't, what's his name, Pence try and claim something and Pfizer were like, no, 
they didn't give us any money. Was like, <laughs> <laughs> they weren't involved in this. Like oh, nobody no. was involved in this. Like yeah, we've a joint effort since like no bro. Don't <laughs> like, come to the party what late. You don't come to the party late and say that you bought groceries. You just drank <laughs> beer. Your name isn't Todd. Get the fudge out of here. Todd brought the paper plates. Wait a minute. What did Todd have to do with it? I don't get this. Hold on. Beer, snack pack, hat. I, I left that name years ago. I mean, come on. Pineapples. <laughs> this actually summarizes in a very crazy and haphazard way exactly why I miss you guys on Thursday. Because, I mean, I laugh like crazy. <laughs> And we give them we give them some reality creation stuff and some reality tickling stuff. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, yeah. And also recommend which TV shows they shouldn't watch the final episodes of. But you know, that's just, <laughs> this is the happy byproduct of us being together. Sometimes it's crooning too, but fact, actually, Oh man! Plus, you two are are better than any of my other co-hosts at so completely derailing me that I have no idea where to go next. <laughs> well, well I didn't get gratitude. to say how uh, my Thanksgiving is going to go. Okay, tell me what you're going to be eating, so I can eat vicariously through you through the. <laughs> um, okay, so our Thanksgiving is going to be very low key. It's a sad Thanksgiving because we're social distancing from everyone and. Kenny ran into a situation where he has to quarantine from me, and it's going to run through Thanksgiving. What? Uh, yeah. Uh, oh, no. Yeah. Oh. So, if you, no no, Kenny cooking either? No I mean, Kenny I care cooking. about you getting hugs and stuff, but I was kind of waiting. <laughs> right? to see, I that's what I, I wanted to eat days. vicariously through the 60 days. Six days. <sighs> six days. <laughs> Not six. 60 days, I'd be like, I was like on my Christmas, I, 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 if you're depriving me of Thanksgiving, at least let me eat vicariously through you. Well, we're, still, we're, gonna, we're, we're doing lazy, so we're, we're going to do takeout. Everyone ordered the prime rib dinner. I'm getting mozzarella sticks and a salad because uh, hearth and kettle, that's like their best thing. <laughs> everyone else is getting okay. prime rib dinner. And by everyone else, I mean, it's going to be me, my mom, uh, Kenny's mom, and Kenny's stepdad. That's it. I'm sorry that Kenny won't be there. No yeah, wow. he'll be there on video chat though. In the he's he's in the basement. Yeah, but there's no food in the video well, chat. No, I'll I'll slide him his food through the door. What's he gonna be getting? Prime rib dinner. Yeah. We have a system. <laughs> Which you've just like been a rebel about. I'm trying. I'm like, what if I just hugged you and then I'm contaminated anyway, so it won't matter. He was like, no. No, not at all. Because he couldn't live with himself if I got sick. So So this is a COVID-19 related. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry to hear that. Eh, what are you going to do? This, you this is an interesting study in vibrations, though. Because you're, you're yeah, I maintaining the a high vibe. <laughs> well, no, actually, you're, you're talking all the different ways that you're maintaining a high vibration despite... Yeah, what most that's what I was going to say. You're in very good spirits. I feel, I feel like yeah. I was more sad about it. <laughs> well, I, I wanted to see what he was going to cook. Up, so, you know. But still, that's important that you were able to do that. That's a great thing. Yeah. Well, it was know. tough at first. I was like, okay, I don't like this at all. Like, I don't like sleeping alone. I don't like not being hugged for six days. But, like, I guess I have no choice in it. So, might as well buck it up. Well, more than that, you found ways to appreciate it. 
Oh, yes. I'm definitely appreciative of the time that we did spend together and the time that I get to video chat with him and the fact that he's he's still in the vicinity. But I think that's even worse, actually. So he's downstairs. He's in the basement. Yeah. That's so weird. Yeah, it's even worse because he's he's here in the house, but I can't touch him or talk to him. I mean, I can talk to him, but like he walks around the house in a mask and if he comes upstairs. And you're, you basically do most of your communication, I imagine, by technology, by Zoom yeah. or whatever. Yeah, um, we're running down our batteries. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we do live in interesting times. Yes. These are trying times in the kingdom. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But <laughs> this is where gratitude plays a role, doesn't it? Oh, yes. We're going to do a Kenny and Alex Day, like a big one, when he when, when he gets out. <laughs> What's 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 the uh, exit date? <laughs> Not that I'm on love after lockup or anything. I'm just saying. <laughs> it just sounds like a. It's not very often that Daniel is at a loss for words. So savor this moment, folks. But yeah, I don't know what we're gonna do. We just, we just, all the hugs, all the hugs, all the kisses. I know that. But but it comes to a close. When when is the uh, the quarantine period up? It's six days. Okay, so, so on the sixth day, which is tomorrow, he's supposed to get tested, and then if he doesn't have it, it takes three days to get the results. So probably Monday, at best oh. hope Monday. If okay. not, then if he does have it, then in fourteen days. So. Got it. Okay. But so either way, he's got that O negative blood, so he'd be asymptomatic. So that's why we're doing the quarantine because we're not sure. Right. Okay. Yeah. But the point is, either way, you'll know what the the, the date is. It's just not clear which one it is just yet. Yeah. But there's going to yeah. be a date. Yeah, there's going to be a day. It's just in yeah. getting there too. Mm-hmm. Yes. But that's a, just another way of, of being grateful. Like, I, I'm really glad he's going to be able to come out by whatever that date is. What, yes. You know what it definitely. is. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, that's good stuff. Yeah. Okay. Um, so continuing the, the gratitude theme then, can we say that, oh, this is a little bit of a reach. Oh, can well, we good s- for reaching. <laughs> <laughs> Can we say that you found ways to be grateful for gratitude in the midst of co- of COVID? Uh, definitely, that was not a reach at all. Oh, okay. It was like <laughs> it was more like a. <laughs> it was like this is a reach. No, this is a reach. <laughs> you see, like the armpits, the hair comes out. This is more like a. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Once again, this is I'm ready. Me in a nutshell. <laughs> I love that one. Me too. This is me in a nutshell. <laughs> I like nuts, so leave me inside. I'm not allergic. <laughs> oh man. Louise has often asked me why when I was a kid I used to be a Monty Python fan and the reason I was a Monty Python fan wasn't because I thought they were particularly funny it's because I couldn't believe that they were getting away with showing it on television 
And that's <laughs> kind of similar to the feeling I have today. I can't believe we're actually going to be showing this on television. <laughs> <laughs> I believe it. <laughs> I mean, somebody's tuning in. Well, they're going to tune in. They're going to say, they're allowed to do this on TV? <laughs> yep. This is television now? Yes, this is television now. <laughs> oh, it's all good stuff. It's all good. All right. We're, the, we're the, probably well, the most high vibe reality show out there. Oh, easily. Mm-hmm. Easily. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, them, when you consider how low vibe all the rest are. Them vibes is high. Them vibes is high. <laughs> them vibes is high. Should come yeah. back on Thursday so you can revive with us. Revive. Revive. <laughs> I mean, I think it's true. Even if we look at the, 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 the top reality TV shows, I mean, there are a few of them that have some nice vibe to it. Um, little people come to mind. That's, that's a good example. But mm-hmm. a lot of them are really, really low vibe. So it's not like we said. Well, I think that's behind. the point is the low vibe. If you're, you're harping on the low vibe so you can get the drama so you can bring the people. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, we, we just bounce right to the high vibe. We just don't even stay down there on the low vibe very long. That's... Yeah. I mean, you were talking about something that could be pretty low vibe. You're separated yeah. from your honey for an indeterminate amount of time. Yeah. And you found a way to be grateful and to smile about it. That's pretty cool. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and I didn't go on Facebook and bitch about it and ask for high vibes and prayers and you didn't go to the overtraction save my life i'd be like i did not you I didn't, didn't. save my life no <laughs> attraction give me your good vibes i did however post on facebook i was like listen if you're gonna be disrespectful and not wear a mask when someone asks you to you know this is what happens now people are separated families are separated because people wear masks Okay, somewhere in there, vibration is involved, but I can't quite place it. I'm not sure exactly where it <laughs> no, is. No, I was just saying that is that is what I posted on Facebook. But I posted on my own page. I didn't go looking for sympathy you on it. looking for this thing, like, y'all going to get with me or what? Right. We're going to get these non-maskers. We're going to put them in our truck. I can't take We're going to show them the wrath of God. <laughs> not the non-maskers. <laughs> <laughs> they will wear their masks going forward because we going to show them why they I'm should. I'm not even really like like pro mask or negative mask. I'm not really either way. It's if somebody but, asks you to do something, exactly. Like his then, his whole thing was okay. I'll do your tattoo party, but everyone must must wear masks. They were like, okay, that's the whole reason you're coming here. Cool, told. And then all of a sudden, it was like, yeah, never mind. We don't feel like wearing them in the house, so he left. And now we're stuck. Well, that brought me right down. (laughs) (laughs) But we're stuck on an opportunity to bring gratitude and high vibes into people's lives. (laughs) You're laughing now, aren't you? There you go. Right back up your spiral. (laughs) Zoom. It's like bouncing off the launch pad on that one. Yeah. (laughs) That's how you get revived. Yeah. Yeah. You got to revive the vibe. So you get revived. It's that, that quick. An awful number of references to re and vibing, but I'm yep. with you. <laughs> well, I no, it's vibe, revive, like like just bring that to life, and then vibe. 
Revive, revive. There you go. So I missed the consonants. They were mixed up. Yes. But you got it now. It's a t-shirt. Revive the vibe. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. That's a good t-shirt. We just need a a graphic to go with it. But yeah. No, you don't need a graphic. Just just put words. Yeah, just words. Just the words alone? White white lettering, black t-shirt, black lettering, white t-shirt. Keep it simple. Profit. That's about as simple as it gets. Yeah. (laughs) Revive the vibe. Okay. Hashtag. <laughs> oh, wow. oh man! Hey, we we start all kinds of trends here. We never know which ones are going to pick up. You know, you in, never in know. The greater society, it's, it's but Schrodinger's Schrodinger's trend box. Although I'm not sure how radiation <laughs> is going to destroy the trend. But wow! <laughs> either way, it does oh, raise the question. You know, just like the the Schrodinger's, Schrodinger's cat, you know, the, the Schrodinger's trend box, is there a trend or is there not a trend? Which is it? And the answer is not a trend. That is the social media <laughs> action that we'll see or not see. Mm. And the answer is both are true at the same time. Yes. And if that doesn't mess with your head, nothing will. <laughs> <laughs> if that doesn't mess with your head, I've got, I've got a limerick for you that may... <laughs> Uh oh, not really. That was the, the end of the joke. But oh, that was, was a fake news limerick. Okay, yeah. it's a fake news limerick. <laughs> Who raised the, you all? Where did you the, come from? And the libertarian is out. <laughs> not to get political, but. but um, Someone was telling me something about one of the political parties. I'm not going to name them because I don't want to be backlashed. Um, and that I should do some research into them. And it was very interesting what I found about what party came to life at what time and practiced things and then ideas changed and then names stayed the same, but ideologies shifted. And mm-hmm. now we have a Walt new... was telling me all about that. Yep. That was really interesting for me to see. Mm-hmm. The traditional ideals that are held between parties actually switched. Even th- yeah. So maybe much like I'm not going to do that. We'll have that one offline. But okay, very interesting. <laughs> okay, <leave> that. <laughs> very interesting. I'll say this, and that is that any time that we're, we're even hinting at talking about politics, which we really don't do on the show for good reason. Yeah. <laughs> anytime, anytime that we're hinting at it, what we're really hinting at is focusing attention on stuff that, for the most part, we don't like very much, which is why mm-hmm. we don't talk about it too much. Yes. Agreed. And an interesting, interesting thing, kind of a corollary goes along with that, which is when you focus on stuff that you don't like very much, you give and, then you find, and then you find that if you, you change position with the other side, then you just get confused. And that's pretty much where we are today. We're in a very confused state. <laughs> yeah. That's my explanation of the current 50 of them. Yeah, at least. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, now that we've completely gone off the rails, I think it's probably a good time to pull the whole conversation to a close. But I do mm-hmm. want to thank you guys for, once again, making me laugh in ways that I didn't think was possible. And it just <laughs> was a really, really good thing. It's why mm. I missed the Thursday 
crew being together, I mean, how long has it been since we were together? It's been over a month. But yeah, uh, let's just say I, I was in withdrawal about it. Let's put it that way. So okay, nice to get my nice to get my dose back. Thank you very much. Ah, uh, I see what you did there. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So with that thought in mind, thank you very much to everyone who's been involved. By the way, make sure that you are, if you're interested in including your gratitude in the gratitude reel that we're putting together for Thanksgiving, go to LOAToday.net forward slash gratitude, make your recording. We will include it. And in the meantime, guys, you and I, we won't be doing our show for another two weeks. So I'm going to wish you guys a happy two week period. And uh, Alex, and I hope you have a wonderful Thanksgiving holiday. I'm And happy Turkey Day to you. Thank you very much. And uh, also to all of our listeners and uh, our live streamers, we wish you the same. And we thank you very much for following along because without you, we wouldn't have a podcast. We'll see you all next time here on LOA Today. Goodbye, everybody.